Welcome back to Aerocult Coffee. Welcome back. <laughs> and bye. <laughs> this is, you will never listen to this anymore <laughs> after this. Well, you annoyed the crap out of everyone, so good job. Yeah, I don't mind if you cut that a bit shorter. <laughs> nope, it's too late now. <laughs> Everyone's uh, going to enjoy your how many seconds? 20? Maybe. Yeah. I can do longer, but no, that's for another episode. No, stop okay. it. <laughs> okay. Stop it, sir. Okay. Okay. Anyway, we have another question from Reddit, right? Oh, and this we're, is a, we're doing this again. This is a big one. I mean, a big one. A big, yeah. I mean, we have one that's gonna spark a lot of discussion between us too. So, oh, mostly from you. We'll see. No, but I don't trust you. Fuck you, dude. What the hell? Where is this coming from? You wanna, I just said I didn't trust you. You, you want to fuck me? You want to fight? You want to fuck me? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> I want to fight, bro. You want to fight? Yeah. I'm going to slap your ass. What? That's a... What? <laughs> what the hell? What the fuck? <laughs> Don't do that. Okay. No, seriously, shut up. Because I've got to okay. read out the question. Yes, do it. So, there was this dude on Reddit. There was this dude. That's, that's the best beginning of a sentence. Yes. There was a guy on yeah. Reddit. There was someone, I yeah. think a someone. Okay, exactly. I, didn't, I don't know. You don't know the gender. Jesus, it's 2019. Okay, I, I can't say anything. He, anymore. she, it, whatever. It said, <laughs> "What says?" <laughs> <laughs> it said, "What sets compilers are you using?" Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, okay, so let, let's give a bit of context because the question comes out of the blue, but it's actually about this person wants to uh, just, he's kind of a beginner, but he, he wants to use uh, either Node SAS or something like that, right? Yeah, so the question is kind of, well, we will go there, but the the question is a bit unrelated to what we want to talk about. Oh, but we'll go there. Yeah, we'll go there. Okay, we'll so, go there. yes, he's asking, what compiler do you use for SCSS? Well, for SAS, but that's yeah, the same, right? Oh, well, I wouldn't use so, SAS. Yeah, so there's like, yeah. there's Node SAS, there's Ruby SAS. Does it still exist? I think so, but that's like also Node SAS based, Lip SAS. Mm-hmm. But you also have like tools. Oh, no, like please. Compass. No. CodeKit. No. Uh, what else do you have? I'm actually, I haven't looked into that for a while. Maybe some like, how do you call it? Editor based. Mm-hmm. Crap. You might have like post CSS. Post CSS, yeah. No, no, wait. Post CSS. No, that's, that's, no, no, no. that's like no, 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 no SAS no. or something so based. C- CodeKit. I think that's that's the most famous one. You haven't used that. Is it like a, a little program that watches your stuff? Yeah. I've used. What's it called before CodeKit? What, you said. CodeKit? Yeah, there was another one before CodeKit. I've used that one. Yeah. But I, I had a lot I think of problems. With CodeKit it. is the more extensive <coughs> one, right? Because that also does stylus and some other crap. I think. Well, in any way... Stylus, where's that now? Oh, wait, wait, Stylus? Yeah. What the hell is that? I remember it, but yeah. I don't remember what it did. It, stylus is just sus, but then not. It's like less. Yeah, exactly. So it's a... It's, it's an a, ancient... 
like mm. dinosaur technology. So it's like a different flavor of CSS compilation. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. I think um, Stylus is tab based or not. I don't know. That's interesting. But it didn't get popular. So yeah. we use SAS now. Yeah. Well, we call it SAS, and I think that's how you pronounce it, but it's actually SCSS, right? Well, SAS has two variants. That's the problem. Well, I, I, I think they're not separate, actually. No. They are. No, the name SAS is for both. Well, yes, but technically, SCSS can uh, have a different like feature set. Yes. So. Yeah, it, but I mean, they're both... Hmm. Like, oh, no. I think SCSS now is kind of separate, like, has a separate feature set than SAS. Like, like, like SASLang, right? Is it SASLang? It's like sure. the websites that... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that one. That, that, does, that does both. Yeah, but so. I think... Okay, that's true. But, but I, I, Yeah, you mean there's this difference between those two languages, yeah. functionality and stuff. Yeah. yeah, but that's just because people don't support one better than the yeah. other. Yeah, so that, that comes down to the compiler you use. Yeah, I guess. That, right? So eventually, like, if you use Node SAS... Uh, compared to Ruby SAS, yeah, you might miss a few features or vice uh, versa. Yeah, yeah, it it really depends on how active they update mm -hmm. their um, compiler, I guess. It's like Safari and Chrome; they both use oh, WebKit. Oh, don't talk about Safari. I talk whatever the fuck I want to talk about. Uh, okay. So, have you guys had problems with Catalina lately? No. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Where's that coming from? <laughs> Just Rage Safari okay. was uh, <clears throat> but kicking something. We both use Node SAS because we use Node-based built tools. Yeah, like a Webpack and Goop. Should we stop doing these noises for for a bit? I don't know, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mm, I haven't used Gulp. We use it for Square. And I stuff. know, no, no, but it's just I haven't used it like actively used it for my own project. Okay, but we still use the same base packages. So Webpack yeah. uses Node SAS uh, as the base for their compilation, and Gulp it depends on what you want to use. Yeah, well, I guess yeah. Webpack uses uh, Post CSS and Node SAS and mm -hmm. what else? I don't know. But but like Node SAS is used for the base, right? Yeah, I think so. And post I, think, I think almost everyone yeah. uses Node.js for everything, unless you develop for mm -hmm. Ruby applications, I guess. I don't know. I haven't Build done your that. Ruby application in Node. I don't have that. <laughs> I haven't done that in a while. Yeah. But uh, so Node SAS is the answer uh, to if you're using Node. Yeah, but for it, building. again, it depends on how deep you want to answer that question, right? So what? How would you? Is PostSAS also a compiler? PostCSS no. a compiler? No. No. So what is there for Node that builds? Wait, is it a compiler? I think it can compile. Hmm. No, because I think PostCSS is only to support certain things, features in CSS. But it does compile from that uh, from that um, no, syntax to. A it isn't. It is the language. I think PostCSS, right? It, well, that's the thing. PostCSS has... Uh, it's, it, there are features in PostCSS. Yeah, it's a plugin-based thing. I think it's a compiler hmm. that you use. Like, you can choose which features you want to I add. Think, I think PostCSS is only to support CSS functionalities and properties that are not yet supported by browsers. No, that's not true. That's, no? 
No, they also use like, you can literally find the same features that SCSS has. I think I'm confused with something else. No, you're, you're, what you're saying is true. No, but, but they also do that. They also do SAS functionality. There, there, there's another thing that that's like uh, they help you use features that are not yet. Oh, Next CSS. Is Next CSS? I think that's it then. It's like there's Next JS. Yeah. Maybe there's Next CSS. It's something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm thinking with that because they help you support new features that are not yet. Mm. You know. But I don't think that's a compiler, right? No. Okay, but I, I do think post-CSS can be used. Okay, it doesn't matter. Yeah, anyway, so Node-CSS yeah. or Node-CSS is the, the de facto mm -hmm. compiler, I guess. Yeah, but like, what's the main feature you use from SCSS? Mix-ins, variables, mm, how do you call it? Includes, extends, mm -hmm. all that kind of crap. Do you use indent? No. What, you mean like, SAS, right? Yeah, SAS indents. Yeah, like I, I don't use you, you tab-based tab for, what is it? No, 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 I meant like, do you sometimes put like a div inside another div? In oh, in CSS, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, so that's also something that's nice. Like sure. Using ampersands to... It's, it's kind of interesting that that's also pretty normal and basic to do. We, we, we have yeah. been doing that since less, so... Yeah, that's quite a while. Yeah. And but it's still not really supported. And it's coming though. Yeah. Soon. It's coming soon. soon. Trademark. <laughs> yeah. Gaben, I see you over there. Half-Life. Oh, sorry. Don't give him hope, man. No, it's, but there's a, a VR game coming. Yeah, so what? A, Who the a, hell? I want... I'm going to play it. I want Half-Life 3. <sighs> okay. Give it. It looks great, though. I haven't seen uh, any trailers. Dude, the, the lighting is great. Yep, but that's that's Valve. And it's a full game. It's a fool's game to expect anything good anymore. <laughs> anyway, let, let's yeah, continue. Let, let, <laughs> okay, so post CSS. Yeah, if you're talking about like the low, how do you call it? The baseline? Yeah, yeah. I guess. Like compiler-wise, yeah. it's Node SAS. If you're talking about an application or whatever, mm -hmm. you should use like Gulp or whatever. Grunt. Is Grunt? No, Grunt is gone, right? Grunt is also... Uh, Gulp, Gulp Grunt, Webpack. There's a lot, dude. Notes. Or, yeah. yeah. So, just whatever. Yeah. I mean, Rollup also, nowadays. I haven't used that yet, but... Yeah. Anyway, what continued in that the whole discussion... Well, that's actually my... my uh, uh, like, they, they did talk about... So, here's the thing. <laughs> if you're trying to make a, a new application... Yeah web-based application in a uh, framework, mm -hmm. you're probably using components. Yeah. And in those components, you're probably not defining things like BAM style. You're not, you're not naming things class-wise in BAM. I do. But you don't write your CSS in your component. No. Well, that's the thing. It depends. Oh, well. With Vue, yeah. with Vue, I do. But why? Because that's the, the the view way. Yeah, the de facto way to okay. do it. But that's fine. I, I'm, uh, the, but the it's weird because with JS. Oh no, because they force you to do it in line. That's why I don't do it with React. Do they force you to do it in line? Well, like JSX and yeah. stuff like that. Oh yeah. They they want you to do it in line or they don't give you a JS little based. style. In view, it's just 
you have the render part, mm -hmm. you have a JavaScript so, yeah. part, and you have a styling part. Yeah. And in the styling part, you can just throw in whatever you want. Yeah, it's just CSS. But I think all that stuff just compiles to one file. It's JS. Yeah. It's, so it's like a string. It, it's not it's not component no. based client side or well React isn't component based either. No, but I mean you can uh, with React you can code split. So it only loads the components it needs on the client side. But you can do that with Vue as well. Yeah, but I mean it's not it's not built in. Yeah. That's true. But it doesn't matter. The the, the point still stands that <laughs> yeah. when you're working with a framework and you're trying to make components mm. and you have the CSS in your component, right? Yeah. Um, do you have to use classes anymore? Usually, uh, not BEM style. You don't have to use BEM style. You don't have to, Yeah. but I still do it. And people who have never learned BEM will probably not use it. <laughs> They'll probably no. just go to either oh, no. element-based CSS yeah. or just give them a generic class name. Yeah. And in that case... I mean... <laughs> It's, I think it's yeah. fine, yeah. especially since it's component-based. Mm -hmm. But it just, for me, maybe I'm just an old fart. I don't know. It, but, looks, yeah. it looks ugly. Yeah, I agree. It's not semantic. And it, it doesn't feel right because we've, we've done that before in the earlier days. We upgraded. Yeah, we, we learned that yeah. using, uh, how do you call it? Yes, styling directly on HTML elements. Inline styling? No, not inline, but what I mean, mean just calling diff or UL oh, or whatever. Yeah. HTML element selectors. Yeah, selectors yeah. in your CSS. It's yeah. just, it, it gets really It messy. doesn't work. Eventually it won't work. No, not with a big, a large scale project. Yeah. When there are multiple like mm -hmm. uh, variants also mm -hmm. on those elements. But that's why when you use a component based framework, you you can do it because it will be Yeah, it's like you have- scoped. Yeah, you have exactly you have like a a whole bunch of separate HTML yeah. files with your own CSS, so mm -hmm. it's you know you can you can work with that. But still, for me, it, it's not really readable. Or yeah, it's whatever. not semantic enough. It doesn't right? feel right. Also, it's it's kind of an, an you know personal opinion, I guess. Well, while I do agree, I I do think that some people see the benefit of using a a utility first. Frame, is it a framework? What's it called? A yeah, CSS framework? I think they call it the framework, yeah. Utility first CSS framework. Yeah. And specifically, so the, the question in Reddit uh, was answered by this guy who, who said, yeah, we use Node SAS and stuff, but if you're trying to um, maybe use a framework, yeah. you can also look into just plain CSS mm -hmm. because why would you, um, like, why would you use... Uh, something really complex like um like a css compiler node sas for something that already is scoped yeah because a lot of people use node sas specifically for indenting their uh, css and so it's scoped somewhat mm. so they give one of the elements a class name and then they they just put everything in there in one class yeah, yeah. so it's scoped to that yeah, I mean they they do use it that way. Yeah, so <laughs> that's the same as using um, basic CSS, yeah. vanilla CSS inside a component. And then you the get end. the whole issue of, oh, I want to override this, so I put another class on it, and yeah. that overrides that other thing again. And then you want important. Oh, no, don't say that. It's important. It's swearing, dude. Oh, fuck! Don't don't <laughs> use important people. <laughs> 
it's not important. Well, time to leave. <laughs> this, this is my cue. <laughs> yeah. No, but is is it our cue to take a break? It is, and it's your cue to also take a break of a few seconds, <laughs> <laughs> like asterisks. <laughs> Just a few seconds. Okay, we'll be right back. It's your boys. Gideon? Murtado? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's continue our discussion about Tailwind. Because that's where we stopped before the break of a few seconds. <laughs> For us, it was like half, no. It was quite a while. It was long though, yeah. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, tailwind, right? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I'm giving you, I'm, I'm giving, I'm illustrating a situation. Yes. Visualize it. Yes. Okay. You use your magnificent brain. No, it doesn't work. I, I told you I can't visualize stuff. This guy does front end development. I'm kidding. I can't visualize stuff. Yeah. Okay, but let, let's seriously. We only have 15 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. So you have this project. You're using a web app. Yes. You're creating a web app and yes. you're using a framework and then you're using like just CSS, plain CSS. You're like border radius and, 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 and background colors and, yeah. and all that shit. And you put that all like in your JSX file. Yeah. Or in view, like in that little style style thing. Yeah. And you're just specific, specifying or selecting the HTML elements or generic classes. Yeah. Do you think that's better? Then a utility-based CSS framework. Okay, yeah. So what if you use a utility-based CSS framework? Is that not okay? No. Why? Okay, so it's the same issue with stuff like Bootstrap, right? So first of all, a fucking shitload of classes on an element looks terrible. Like... Uh, visually also. Like you mean readability is bad? Yes, readability yeah. is bad. Okay. In, in those class names, you also assume a lot of stuff that you know of, right? You mean that you need to know the whole utility? Yes. So there are like numbers for whatever range or values or widths or heights mm -hmm. or whatever. So padding top five means... Five pixels. So if you want 100 pixels, there's padding top 100. Yes. That's, that's ugly, dude. It, I guess. It's just you get a shitload of class names just to mm -hmm. get something right. And especially if you include breakpoints. Jesus Christ, dude. How are you gonna do that? Like with a with a grid framework. But if you use like tailwind with breakpoints, mm -hmm. so you do like mobile padding top hundred, tablet padding top fifty, desktop padding top. Mm -hmm. And that's just one property you're editing the oh, padding that's a cool thing i'm gonna he's coming over to the docs no now, in in, in uh, tailwind you can create custom component based classes of a combination of those properties so just write normal css with your own class name and put all the stuff in there that's the same mm. you, you're trying to solve something that's not that doesn't need to be solved well, there's a benefits though. The only use case I, I get with like uh, Tailwind mm -hmm. is you want to quickly create a project with a lot of developers, for example, and you want one like documented way to style your elements. And you want a lot of flexibility with those elements. Mm -hmm. So you want 
to be able to sometimes use five padding, sometimes 10, sometimes whatever, then it's easy, easier mm -hmm. than just writing all kinds of modifiers or different classes for all those different states. But every time I hear someone saying that Tailwind is the shiz, mm -hmm. the, the shiznit, it's because they don't know how to write something that's reusable for multiple components with variants. Mm, I, I do. Okay, so this is hard for me. Yeah. Because I do agree with you, and I, I, I don't like Tailwind either. Uh -huh. But I'm just trying to imagine what the benefits are sometimes. Of the, yeah, so I, again, so, I, I understand the benefit of Tailwinds, mm -hmm. absolutely. But I can't imagine a use case that that happens often, you know? I don't... I don't. Well, that's the thing is, if, if you're con content with using a utility-based CSS framework, yeah. so that means uh, you're either working alone. I, I honestly think a lot of people who use Tailwind do work alone or with a small team. They, some of them use Tailwind in a big team as well. But like, how many times do it's, you have like a lot of developers in a team anyway? It's just, it feels like, it's the same with Bootstrap. I think a lot of people use Bootstrap because it has, there's like documentation, there's mm -hmm. like a, a way to use Bootstrap. So it's mm -hmm. easier for companies to uh, just, you know, use something a certain way. It's yeah. easy to know what you need to do to... It's a bit documented, I guess. ...change something. And if you, you can, yeah. have a bunch of developers all developing and writing their own code in a different style, yeah, then it gets, you know, it gets messy quickly if you don't have one way to do it together. So I think like in huge companies, mm -hmm. like a few hundred people or I don't know, 50 or even 100 developers, for yeah. example, I think it gets really messy if everyone's just writing their own code. That, that, that won't work. I, I mean, I'm curious though, mm -hmm. because the last time I worked at a big company, everyone was just, it was just free for all. Everyone <laughs> just could do whatever they want. Yeah. But if someone else had to pick a project up from someone else, mm -hmm. there were always complaints about how the CSS was written. So. Yeah, I mean, everybody, like even ordering your properties is something very subjective, in my opinion. No, don't do it alphabetically, please. Thank you. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, there's just different opinions. You can't go around that. No, but I think, again, I think if you're working with alone mm -hmm. or with a small group of developers, like, I don't know, 10, maybe 20, mm -hmm then it's fine to all write your own CSS. Because I think it's e a lot easier to like synergize or work kind of the same way. But that I don't agree with you. Like right. just specifically on this argument because JavaScript also is written by hundreds of people together. Yeah. And there's still strict guidelines and they do adhere to that, uh, to, to those guidelines. And there's always people like seniors who check the code and also adjusted if needed yeah that should also be the case with css oh yeah sure that would be like perfect but the problem is that css is like the the the, the shoved away child how do you call it the black sheep of the, the black family sheep, yeah <laughs> css is always like you know everyone knows css yeah everyone is a css pro even though they are not yeah okay so that's the problem with CSS. A lot of people underestimate CSS, mm -hmm. and that's why they use Bootstrap also because they they don't really care about CSS. Yeah. So they just it's want, just a tool, really a, easy yeah. tool. And 
your 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 mom or your dad can write his ass. That's like, hey, come on, man, don't the, bring, don't drag those in there uh, in this conversation. <laughs> that's just that's the feeling I always get from yeah. developers, and that's not true. Like writing really good CSS is really hard, and it's it's a skill in itself. Yeah, I, I it's do just think underappreciated, sadly. So, I do think CSS is something like undervalued. Yeah, and it, it's really powerful if you use it well. Uh, it can like make or break your project, in my opinion. Sometimes, as far as performance goes, definitely. Yeah, and uh, how you design your web website, a lot of things are now dealt with with javascript and th that's like <laughs> th that's the problem with um, like modern development anyway is yeah. we're getting super like super um performant machines that can that can run that javascript yeah. but should it though yeah like they they just put everything on the javascript engine and expect it to handle everything until you have an average user that doesn't use the latest macbook pro hmm. and he just enjoys that jank and then you're like oh well it works on my laptop but if your css was nice and written well like with with a with a thought like the thing is people have it as an afterthought like yeah. oh let's just give it a style to look nice but it's actually a way to set up the whole view of your project it's it's really interesting because a lot of times when i uh, look at the code of developers mm -hmm. The CSS is always the the bad part. Yeah, it, it's always the CSS that looks the the worst mm -hmm. of all the like languages. Yeah, I mean, if, if, like, it's also easier to. Oh, that's the to, thing. To do. It's it's the easier. Base is easier. Yeah, exactly. There's like a really low how do you call it entry level. Yeah, it's it's really simple to learn and to yeah. do. It's just to be really good at it. Yeah, it takes a lot of time and practice. But the skill cap is high. The skill cap, yeah. But it's just, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's always also with uh, like interviews or how do you call it? Uh, like job, yeah, job interviews, mm -hmm. I guess. They never ask. About CSS. Yeah. It's always, how's your JavaScript? Yeah. Like, can you, can can you, you show write a for loop? Can you show us some <laughs> JavaScript? And uh, I've had multiple times yeah. where I was like, oh, I made this CSS, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, we don't care about it. It's fine. Really? You know? Yeah. That's pretty they, sad. They, they don't care. But... So in the end, I, I would say like Tailwind can be useful. Uh, sure, Th there's and use cases. Bootstrap can be useful. Yeah. Like, w would you use it though for all those frameworks? Can be useful. Would you ever use like a utility first framework? Maybe if I have like a two days to to work on a project or or something. No, let let me rephrase that. I think what a better use case is is when I have to make something that's extremely flexible and modular. M mm. Modular. That, yeah. But for whom? Who, for whom should it be modular? For the developers? Or for the end like Both. So it can be for other developers. Mm -hmm. Maybe even like junior developers. Mm -hmm. Maybe you have to build something that's made for junior developers and they have to sure. be able to work on it quite easily and quickly. Yeah. Or it can be something uh, for clients itself that mm -hmm. want to, you know, sometimes edit something in yeah. the HTML and they, they're not professionals, for example, mm -hmm. but they want to sometimes change a bit of code to, yeah. you know, make it how they like it. So and I think in that case, it's nice. Uh, maybe also like in, uh, if, you, if you're like a WordPress project mm -hmm. and you have the, the new uh, Gutenberg uh, crap, mm -hmm. for example, yeah. maybe then. 
maybe then it's yeah. nice that people can just you know that might actually be a, like to have that you uh, can you can add the css in gutenberg like mm -hmm. the the names yeah. class names for example it's so e that's easier you would have it as like a, a base package in wordpress yeah and then example. you can always use that yeah so if you're writing a blog post you can just go to html and just add those classes from tailwind for example I'm or, puke. or on those blocks <laughs> or whatever you know yeah i think because that's easier than having to look at your css files mm -hmm. remember class names and then copy pasting it over to a blog post for example if you want a yeah. certain section or whatever so is, is there actually any reason why we're not just inline styling elements right now with, with compared to compared to utility first css frameworks like what's the difference in your in your mind readability i guess okay because uh, what i read is that well i actually i heard a podcast about the a creator of tailwind and one of the things they wanted to do is um like if they, they, they that's kind of interesting. They combine all the properties that are similar into one class. So eventually you, your file, your CSS file is really small. Mm. So it's like, even though you're always inlining yeah. the, the properties, no. the, basically you're inlining the property, but you're using class names, right? Yeah, so I'm not, that's also why I'm not like complaining yeah. about the output of Tailwind or, mm -hmm. or something like that because I, I I trust it's okay you mm -hmm. know it looks fine yeah that's not the, the issue but you can write that same stuff like efficiently and reusing classes and also like mm -hmm. using one class for multiple elements in your CSS with extends and includes in yep. your CSS so that's true th that's why I don't see the real use for well, I mean I see the use but I don't okay last argument though yeah what do you think is harder to learn, SCSS or SAS, compared to a utility-first framework like Tailwind? Again, if you don't know any CSS yeah. and you're going to work with Tailwind, why? Because it's closer to what CSS should be. Like what CSS does out of the box. Sure. Yeah, but So in that case, why not use inline? Because... Because it's the it's same, right? If you're writing padding, yeah. uh, how do you call it, semicolon or something, mm -hmm. well, semicolon, yeah, I guess. No, colon. Oh, yeah, like padding colon five pixels. Mm -hmm. How is that any different than writing a class name called padding top or bottom mm -hmm. five? Oh, in the end, it's still because it has one style. Like even though. <laughs> uh tailwind doesn't have a lot of um like personality as far as naming goes yeah it doesn't have very complex classes but it still is about um like reusability of those classes and very i don't know to me to me it makes sense that everything has a class name and it, it has to reuse that you have to reuse that if you need to put something similar in a different component. Yeah, sure. So it's really you can't change suddenly from five to four because everything has five. It's it's a really interesting idea. So mm -hmm. I, I I think it's it's useful in mm -hmm. some ways. Just I'm not gonna use it probably. Me neither. <laughs> just yeah. But, it, uh, it's just not for us, I guess, for now. Maybe, yeah. Maybe once. But yeah, it's weird because it is kind of in the uprise. I guess it's getting popular. It's I just, pretty popular now. I don't know. Maybe I just don't understand why. Mm -hmm. That maybe that's the biggest problem. The 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 reasons 
don't necessarily outweigh the just writing normal CSS yeah. for me. The benefits, there's not a lot of benefits. The only thing I hear is people who don't know how to write CSS Mm -hmm. properly, you you still win or something like that. That's not true. No, I know, but it's just, that's what I, what I hear. It's like, you don't get it to how to write good CSS and reuse classes and, and stuff like that. So you use something that's, yeah, I don't know. I I don't want to. And on this note, but to me, BEM also has a few annoying parts. Of course, yeah. And and then, I, like, I can imagine people getting really frustrated with that and just throwing it out of the window and saying, "Fuck and this! I'm going to till we Yeah, yeah, I get it. Like, I, I that's can imagine. What I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, maybe a lot of companies have done BEM and then they were like, "Fuck this! It doesn't work if we use if we work together." So, because BEM makes you think before yeah. you write, and even then, after you've you've thought about it yeah. and you've written code you have to maybe refactor it yeah and then yeah. you're like ah oh, fuck i have this component again but yeah. then it's a different component yeah. with some you know so you have to rewrite old stuff mm-hmm. but if you do it properly and if you like if you have two components mm-hmm. you and they are kind of the same but not totally the same so modifier yeah but or just write a like one extension placeholder selector or a class that okay. has yeah. like some Com- how we call it similar uh, properties, properties yeah. and just extend them or include them in your mm-hmm. in those components that's, that's also a solution yeah, is, but is that BEM yeah that you use a, a ha- no, it's not necessarily BEM but I mean BEM helps you yeah, think that like, kind of way I, I, I do agree that like I, I really the only the main reason why I like BEM is because it makes you think in a, in a good way yeah. about how you're writing I do also think it makes your code more maintainable yeah, that's, that's really important. That's that's the main reason. Yeah. Like, I don't think utility first frameworks give maintainability. They're they're inherently unmaintainable because you have to go past all those components. Mm. Like if you if you use a component based framework, it's okay, right? Because yeah. you just go to the component, and change it. But imagine not using a component based framework. Mm. It's super messy to use. Yeah. tailwind because you'll have to go <laughs> like look at every code uh, every line of code and then check if you if you use anything like that yeah and that's what bem yeah. solves is the you can see from the name and how it's the class name is like made up yeah it's a block how, elemental module yeah you know if it's dependent on another uh, modifier yeah. another element mm-hmm. or if it's a modification of mm-hmm. another element so it's readability that's mm-hmm. all it, yeah. just, it helps a lot with making code as readable and as understandable yeah. as possible. But I agree. It can also get really messy. BAM. Yeah. Badly written BAM or you know, even worse, maybe. a really big code <laughs> yeah. base with BAM can get really difficult to read and understand. So Yeah, especially if you're new to the project. Yes. So again, that's why something like Tailwind or Bootstrap is yeah. nice because it has documentation. Yeah. There's one way to write it, so you get it much quicker. Mm-hmm. And uh, now let's just tailwind out of here. <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. Oh, was it more like a bird flying? Oh. Uh, okay. That, that sounded pretty real, actually. Through the window. But uh, yeah, that's, that's it again. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. We actually did take a bit longer this time. 
Yeah, it's fine. Ten minutes, I guess. Five minutes. Five minutes long. Yeah. It's okay. Six minutes now. Oh, shit. Yeah. S- seven minutes. Time is running out. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for listening and maybe watching. I don't know. Um, and we'll see you guys next time. Maybe we'll rant again. And tell we, us, yeah, we always rent. So that's true. That's fine. But but tell us if you like this kind of style. That because it's not very different from what you what we usually do. But yeah. we want to like include some kind of like input from outside. Sometimes, yeah, it's fun to just see what the what the web development community is doing, and we can actually, yeah, and respond to that. Yeah, we've all we've said it before in earlier episodes but if you have some questions or want us to talk about something just give us a give us a message and mm-hmm. we'll we'll probably talk about it yeah we'll uh, bring it up and you will include it into the podcast yeah that's nice that's not possible in tailwind <laughs> <laughs> no includes no i actually don't think i, I don't know I'm, yeah. I'm kidding. i've never used it. <laughs> <laughs> This guy. Okay, anyway, (laughs) we'll uh, see you next episode. See you later. (laughs) Bye.